I, I'm here because I think you're funny. Yeah, I think you, you have, have a future. Wow. I like you as a person. Thank you. And I um, would like to develop some form of a fucking relationship. That's so nice. You fucking idiot. I would like to be your friend, too. Now we're going to be best friends. I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad has just recently come back into my life. So now I have to try and teach him how to be a father, because he has no clue. guys welcome back to whoa dad still no dad still no dad but that is okay because i have somebody 10 times better than my dad and you know what that's all that matters you know is is filling the void i guess my guest today is one of my favorite comedians and i don't mean that in the way when I talk about my friends or peers that I really respect and I think they're hilarious, this is actually somebody that I've looked up to since I was a kid who's always made me laugh and I can't believe that he came to do the podcast, Bobby Lee. If you don't know him, you live under a rock, go fuck yourself. Just joking. Don't do that. I'm nice. Okay, I'm a nice guy. But he's joining us today, so I don't even want to do that much of an intro because I'm so stoked. I realized he'd be a great guest because we were at the improv, and then he was asking me about my dad, and then I started asking him about his dad, and it came out that he was abusive, and I was like, oh my god, I wish you could do my podcast, and then he said, I will. So here we are. Now, it was a long convo, great convo, but you know how I like to do when it's long I make it a two-parter because I don't trust your guys' attention span. So this is part one of my conversation with Bobby. I'm trying to I'm trying to um, expand my um, universe here. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Is this the first time you've expanded to this level? What level is this? This is like like uh, you're you're in heaven and I'm on earth. It's so funny that you say that. I'm not in heaven. Okay, you're not mentally in heaven. No, I'm not mental. I'm not in heaven. You're not in heaven. No, no, no. I'm higher above you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That a- I know. I'm higher above you, but I'm not in heaven. You're on a flight. You're on a flight. Well, let's see, no, we're on. We're on flight. Both flights, right? Okay. We're on both on. But I'm on. Uh, you're like in a. Um, how do you say? Um, you're mid. I don't know. I don't know what flies low or. Uh, helicopters. You're in a helicopter, or a blimp? and I'm in a. Um, just a regular um, airplane. Plane. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you're getting up there. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then I'll look out my window. I'll go, hi. hi. And then I'll go, oh, hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then your your thing will fall. Okay. You <laughs> know, kidding. Bobby, no. I've seen no. a plane crash. No. I don't. I don't. No, I, you know, it's people. People go because I've been in the game for so long. But it's all about longevity. It has nothing to do with anything else. It hasn't. I don't even think it has to do with talent. It's just that if you just don't quit and you hang in there with all your might. Forever and ever. Uh, forever and ever. You just kind of end up where you are. Have you, you know? ever seen someone, though, that hung in there forever and ever and then just nothing happened? But I, because I'm Asian, I, um, I always have to figure out why. Okay. So I'll look at okay, like, okay. I'll go to the comedy store. I'll look at headshots. Oh. And people go, who's that? And I go, that's the so-and-so. Why didn't they make it? And I know why. Oh. Because this happened, or they did this, or they behaved like this. Was it ever like, like it was always career moves, or was it like how they treated people? It's a such it's a combination of many things. It's like uh, usually it's um, how they treat people. Yeah. But a lot of it is attitude. A lot of it is also wrong decisions. Okay. A lot of it's drug use and alcoholism. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it's a combination of things, but I like doing that because it it soothes me. To know why they didn't make it. Yeah, because I don't want to not make it. <laughs> but you've made it. I haven't. Well, what is making it? Let's 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 to fucking let's okay. def- let's okay. define that first. Okay. All right. Are you able to support yourself? Do you own a home? I do. And you're able do to. You? S- no. Okay. okay. Ask me another I'm one. So owning a home is a. Being if, owning a home and having an investment, I think it through with money that you made off comedy. Okay, so do I own a here. home based on money that I made with comedy? Yes, that's a really good yes. 
So that's making it. Okay. Is that it? No. Okay. Well, give me other ones. Are you fully sufficient and able to support yourself off comedy? Could you have a family? Could you have children and put them through college off of comedy money? You don't have to have children. It's just a question. You no, know, no, I understand you the question. Defense. Yes. And. But I'd, I'd have to adjust my lifestyle. Oh, how so? Just, well, I can't get to... rid of that sick ass car that you drove in with. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not that sick, but um, it's pretty sick. I um, it's so sick that he goes, "Is this your car?" And mine's Lexus, and he goes, "Oh." <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he no, did. No, he goes, "Is this your That's car?" Ridiculous. Yeah, and he yeah went, I did do that, oh. but I'm sorry. I <laughs> oh, did do I that. I, yeah, I'm sorry, my bad. I didn't think you read that though. Oh, I read everything. Yeah. So um. <laughs> Oh, so, yeah, do, okay. so do I? Um, Could you put your kids through college? Yes, I can, but I'd have to make some adjustments, okay. and I would have to not spend as much in terms of food, okay, and clothes probably. Okay. So I'd have to go. I can't get those golden goose. Golden today. goose. Yeah. What are golden goose? The shoes. Oh, I didn't know. Do you it, know golden? You don't know golden goose no. shoes? No. Uh, it's more like. Um, we're so we're you're so much above us in the plane that we don't know golden goose yet. Yes, they're distressed. Oh. Right, they're distressed. Like those? No, these are just Adidas. Don't look at my feet. But um, <laughs> I don't wear my golden goose when I do this level of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wear sliders. You know what I mean? But uh, <laughs> um, sick. Tom Segura, I wear golden goose. But okay. my um, so golden goose are distressed shoes that it's so gross because it's like celebrities wear them, and it's like they're like. Like the cheapest kind are like five hundred. They're tennis shoes. Whoa! Yeah, distressed tennis shoes. And then they, they yeah, they go from that to like twelve hundred. Wow! Know? Yeah. How much are yours? I, I have only have like four pair, pair. Pardon? I have four pair. You have four pair. Yeah, and they're all in the six hundred. Oh range, yeah. oh yeah, you haven't made it. That doesn't. Okay okay okay. That's not a thing. That's okay not, okay. So you because have can to I say I'll tell you I'll tell. Okay. Oh my god. Is this being gross? I, I, am I being gross? Should I just admit that? No. I honestly don't feel like that. Because, That's fine. That's okay. Because I can look around my – you always look around your peer group. Yes. Right? Yes. And when you go to your friend's house, you go – you make you realize that you didn't make it. Okay, okay. That's what okay, it is, okay, right? Okay, so when okay, I go to yeah, Sebastian yeah. Monoscalco's house, yes, yes. I literally look around and go, yeah, I'm lazy and I did something wrong. Oh, okay, right? okay. You go to Bert Kreischer's house, you go, yeah, this is a compound. Yes, you know yes, I mean? yes. So yes. that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like but if you go to fucking um, Monterey's house, uh-huh. right? Yeah. Do you feel like you guys are on the same level? My house is nicer than her house. So she, you made it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Well, to her, you made it. Right, right, right. right. But, but mine wasn't, mine was made with waitressing money, not comedy money. So okay, yeah, that's okay. the difference. Okay. Is, okay. So then, but okay, so you could put your kids. And then my last question is, do you have to, do you get offers or do you have to always audition and pitch? Oh, I audition and pitch all the time. That's okay. another thing. I, um, you don't get offers. I nev- that's not the, was that the question? Ye- no, no, I get a combination of both, okay. right? So the offers I get are pretty good, right? Okay. But I audition all the time. And the ones that I audition for are the ones I really want. Yes. Right, and I don't get what I want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like you know, I auditioned for a Star Wars thing recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you Not, didn't get and it. I didn't get it. I, I can't get any of that stuff. Right. Like a Marvel movie, I've Shang Chi. I auditioned for nothing. You know what I mean? Um, what else did I? Like those types of movies. You know what I mean? I, I the first Aquaman I auditioned for. Right. Just as a scientist with three lines, I couldn't get it. Right. And I would have sucked their dick. I would have sucked everyone's dick to get it. Did you Literally. tell them that, though? Maybe they can't read your mind. I'll suck your d- I don't know who I have to suck. Everyone? We can tag people in this so they know. Well, the Asian director, what's his name? The guy that does the um, horror movies. What's his name? Uh, Conjuring, that Asian guy. Oh, I, I don't know his name. Yeah, I don't want to suck another Asian guy's penis. You do? I don't. You, why? Why? They remind me of my dad. Oh, so... D- yeah, well, in the dark, they always look like my dad. Okay, so yeah, like, this is like a good dad's dick. segue. Yeah. James, James Wan. So, so James Wan, right? And okay. um, so I do audition for those things, but I get offered like reoccurring stuff. That's that's great though, but that's still and you. I think you've made it because you have jobs coming in that they're reoccurring and they're paying you. Sure, you're not getting the Marvel, but like if we really break it down, Marvel is very particular in the type of people that they cast. And on top of it, uh, Brad, particular the ones that made it. No, is that what it means? no, they just always want like they like chiseled jaws. 
I'm not going for the superhero man. I'm going for the fucking guy that lives sits on the bench and the Superman su- want, superhero runs by. They want a potential chisel jaw for that. Too. It's <laughs> okay, just a chi- I guess. It's, just, it's just chisel it, jaw media. Yeah. But even Bradley Cooper said, I listened to a podcast with him on it, and he was talking about how he none of the directors that he's ever wanted to work with have hired him, and he can't get in with them. And he named like seven directors. So, but he's made it. So I think this is the moral of the story. Okay. No matter where you're at. You're you know, always gonna not wear like where you are. Right, that's true. Yeah. Everyone has those things. Yeah. Right? So yeah. yeah, I mean, it's so gross to say, I made it. It's a weird thing to say, but I guess you're comfortable. I, I guess I made it. Say it more proud. <laughs> I'm proud that I made it. Say, look yeah, at yeah. me. Look at me. But do you feel like that? Do, like I made it? Yeah. No, no, no. Why? Because all of look those. This house. This is a apartment that I rent. Thank you. It's a beautiful apartment, though. Thank you. You Did you? What did you judge when you came in and saw it? If I owned it, I'd feel better, but I don't. I'll tell you the honest truth. I I used to like see girls when I was. I'm single now again, but before I was single, there was a couple of girls that lived around here that I, you know, I mean, did a little munch, 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 munch. What what is that? Wait. Munching. Oh, you had chips with it. Yeah, I had chips with them. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I remember like. Getting my car towed. One, there's one girl that I got my because these streets are so regulated. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I didn't have one of those tags. I remember. Yeah. Um, I was munching on a girl mm. and um. Delish. Delicious. And um, my car got towed. Oh. But I just remember this area. You know? Oh. Yeah. Was their apartment as nice as this one? No, not at, at all. No. And there she was crazy. Go. Oh yeah. yeah. Do you like crazy girls? Okay. No, and... no, no. I'm not. Gonna, I'm thinking. <laughs> Do I like crazy girls? Um, I attract girls that have the same kind of trauma I do, and it's weird. Okay. Like, I'll just meet them, and then our, tr- like, our pasts will connect. It's weird, and then it's like, you end up, like, eventually going, oh, yeah, we were both abused by our dads. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've never, like, met a girl where she's like, I'm a Christian, I've never done any drugs, and I'm a virgin, or whatever, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'd like to meet one of those. Okay. But I don't think that's in my future. Well, um, you never know, but maybe, maybe not. I, don't want it. I think that they would be too uptight for your personality. Oh, that's a good question. What's your... my personality? From what you've known of me so far, we don't know each other that well. No. Right? So I no. would like to hear from your mouth what you think my personality is like. Um, I think that <laughs> this is, are we just going to tell each other what we like about each other and then we're going to. No, because I have negative things about you too. So I'm going to go there. <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah, yeah. uh this was supposed to be about our father we we'll you know, okay um your personality i think that uh you're a silly billy do you not like that bobby no keep going i'm listening oh, i want to close my eyes like, and listen you want to close your eyes and listen yeah i think that yeah i think you're a silly a silly billy <laughs> i normally am like not like well alex knows me but like I'm like I'm I I'll be like if I know someone or I'm comfortable with someone then I'll be myself and I can like be my full self and tease them. And the first time that I met you or we interacted, you wouldn't remember this, but years ago, uh, someone walked by at the store and went Nikki Bond, and then you went Nikki Bond, Nikki Bond, Nikki Bond, and then I was like felt so inclined, and then I was like Bobby Lee, and I did it to you, but I would never do that with somebody. What was my reaction? You laughed. See, that's silly Billy shit. That's silly Billy shit. Yeah, yeah I love and it. And I immediately was like, he's a silly Billy. And with people like you who are in planes, and I'm on in the blimp a bit oh God, lower. It's crazy. Um, I'm not as like silly Billy, but I like with Alex, I do that. I always bring him on stage. I'm like, this guy's so this hot little boy. Have you? I try. Have you tried to do silly Billy stuff with people at my level, mm-hmm. right? That don't respond to you. No, I would never. I, this is the thing. I would never pull out a silly Billy move if with somebody at your level but because for some reason with you i was able to be silly billy off the bat and i was like oh he's he's like me what about andrew santino have you seen him around i have have you said anything to him uh i've only been introduced to him was what was he like let's be honest oh hello very political yeah standoffish he was okay Standoffish? I know he's your friend. No, You're he's pushing not. me. Standoffish? Yes, he's your friend. Okay, I'll tell you the first, a little bit standoffish. Yeah. The first time I met him, yeah. he's been nicer to me since. 
but I don't really talk to him because I'm too shy. I'm too shy, but I'm not shy with you. That's why I was like, oh, you're you're a fun, fun, silly Billy. The first time I met him, I was in the airport and I saw Ari Manis in the airport. You don't know Ari Manis? I know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just get cringe when I hear his name. Oh, Ari Manis. Ari Manis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I saw Ari Manis. And he came up and said hi, and it was very early in the morning, and then he introduced me to Santino. Santino came up, and Ari was like, oh, this is Nikki, she's a comic. He's like, yeah, hi. Uh, okay, I'm we got. I'm going to go wait. And just like walked away, and I was like, you fucking That's him. douchebag. That's him. But then I was introduced to him through That's Monterey. That's who he really is, though. Oh, just interesting. FYI. Yeah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, You're yeah, trying yeah. to sue I'm him. Not. You guys are We're not. I barely hardly friends. know him. Go ahead. So, And then what, the second time, what happened? That he was really nice. But I was introduced but he's to not, him. He, does, he would never do this. Yeah, I am sure. Is this a competition? It's Are not we... a competition. Okay. I just want to just in, in the internet verse. Okay. Right? I just yeah. want to throw out there okay. that we're not the same. I No one says you were the same. Okay, so I'm silly Billy. Let's go back to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm silly Billy. What else? Um, I feel like that just describes it all. Like, I, I guess you're just, yeah, you're easy. For me personally, I can like be my my full self and just act out and like tease because you like that you like bully people and i like That's that so it's so dumb when people say that it's so but, dumb but it, it's oh. it's just let me can i just defend myself for yes. a second you fucking nice lady you well listen see, i bully see people what I just did? This, i do it like you do what? the same thing i don't bully not bully. how does a little fat korean man bully anybody you know what I mean? That's bully denial right there. <laughs> no. That's a bully in denial. It's like when I see your friend Monterey, I go, look at your eyes. You know what I mean? You, what do you no, want, a cartoon? You said, look at your bulging eyes yeah. is what. Because it's a defense mechanism, right? Okay. Because I'm threatened. What are you threatened by? Which is women. I threat, get threatened by women, muscular men that looks like that guy, Chris Evans. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? I just get kind of threatened, so I have to attack. So Matt, you really were no, nice. No, he does. He doesn't threaten me. Exactly. So you're like, oh, you're comfortable. He's weak. He's a worm. He's a worm. He's a weak. He's a worm. No, but I can tell he's more of a librarian. He's he's a tour manager, so he's like a calm person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, like, I like his energy. Yeah, 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 yeah he yeah. would calm me down. But yeah. he, this, I, I, okay, let me say it this way. I know that I can tease you and you wouldn't get offended. And we, oh, you know what it is? Not a bully. Trickster. Because I know you, and I, and I'm a trickster too. I love being trickster. Yeah, like last night when you're like, "This is my agent," and I was like, "Well, I'm going with this, and I'm let's trick them." Like I like tricking people. Well, here's the thing: if if I was with somebody, and they didn't go along with the the game, yeah, immediately they're out with me. Does everybody that's in your orbit go along with your game? They have to. So everybody that was on the show that you just did on uh, two weekends ago go along with your game. They generally, yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, trick not bully, trickster. Yeah, and that's and I like a good trickster. So okay, so I'm a, I'm a trickster and I'm also a silly, silly bully. bully. And you're very uh, you're nice. You gave everybody the time of day. You're you don't have a big ego. Yeah. Okay. I I, I, I fluctuate between extreme ego and like king peasant syndrome. Oh. Okay. Like sometimes I feel like I'm the king of the world, and sometimes uh-huh. I just feel like a piece of shit. Right. And you do you? Are you? I have seen you be like less energetic and more. Except okay. I'm sorry. We're gonna pretend you're not a bully because the other night at the improv, when I was like, uh, when I was, I had contact high, and I was very socially awkward. I remember that. You looked weird. See. You, you were just no because you were you're. You, know, yeah. you have your eyes, you know what I mean? I was, and you're just like, you know what I mean? Like that. I was so, so I knew weird. There was something going on. I, I was so weird because I did a weed show and I like don't smoke weed when like sober. I only smoke when I'm drinking. And I was, I was being like, I couldn't even handle going into the improv. And then I saw Bobby and, and I went, so anyways. And I, but that's when I was like, oh, I'm comfortable with you because that's what I would do to someone that I knew well. I would be my awkward self. Yeah. I would normally just walk away. And then you just kept going, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? And I was like, stop asking me what's wrong. Because then I started getting more paranoid. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to be high and I was. It was the worst. That was bullying? Yeah, it's bullying. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't want you to apologize. I like that. Okay. I like a good bully. I like a good teasing. Yeah. A trickster. I like a good calling out. That's what it is. I like I like being called out and made fun of. Yeah, but the reason why I'm here though is because okay. because I'm out of a relationship. Okay. Right, and I love her very much, and um, I really do. She's my best friend. Okay, but 
in the 10 years that I was with her, I don't know why. It's not her fault. Okay. But I just didn't um, do what I normally do. I, I'm more of a free bird. Kind of a, a free bird. Yeah. And I like to, you know, make connection. Here's the, Okay, I'm going to say something. Okay. Okay. This is very important. Okay. All right. Too bad we don't have a Zoom. Here's the problem with older dudes uh-huh. that are that made it in the business that can't sustain it, right? Okay. And it's my theory is this is you always have to go to generations below you uh-huh. and befriend the talent that's there, so, right? Yeah. Because I saw dudes when I was a doorman treat me like fucking shit. You know what I mean? Even when they knew I was funny, they just treated you like shit, like you didn't exist. Yeah. And I know some of them are trying to come back. You know mm. what I mean? And it's like, I just have so much rage toward them, right? Yeah. That I just can't even give them the time of day, right? Yeah. And I believe that it's such an important part of becoming or staying kind of relevant, right? Because it's like, that Saturday show I did at the Brand Improv, they were all younger. I didn't use anybody that was like, people that I grew up with in yeah. comedy. I used generations below me. You know what yeah. I mean? I think that, what's that guy with no chin, Alex? Hannah. Hannah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, he, you know, people that aren't born with any chins, you know, he probably fucking was bullied <laughs> his life. You know, just, he's just eyes and nose and mouth and nothing else really. You know what I mean? It's just, uh, there's, you know, <laughs> the face is like, not fully developed. You know what I mean? It's like, I was the coolest kid in my class. You're like, no, you're a turtle. <laughs> and I... Yeah, yeah. Him and then like some of those other ones, you know what I mean? I can't remember their names, but my point is, Wait, is that... I know, had, that I know everybody you had on that show. But you gotta dip... You gotta go... You gotta <laughs> be... Comf- tried to get me on this show and he's just describing all the people's deformities and why but they're the reason why dip. I asked you to be on the show is because you, I also do research. I can't like ask someone to do much if I don't go on the internet and see their stand up, see what they're about. You know what I mean? So it's like, I've been doing that now since I've been single. I've been kind of going, okay, so how do I um, just nurture that part of the business? That's really nice of you. It's not nice. It's the only way to survive. You think because if you hang out with younger comics or help bring them up, then. I'll give you an example. There was a guy. I can't say his name because I want to start a war with him. But growing up, he was in movies I liked. He was, you know what I mean, a legend in my eyes. As a kid, I just went, I wish I could meet him. And then when I went to the comedy store in, in 1995, he was like a piece of shit. He treated me like shit. He wouldn't acknowledge me. I did a show once where a casino booked him and I together. Yeah. And he, he refused to be in the same green room. He wouldn't talk to me, look at me, or anything Whoa. like that, right? And I was on my way up, right? And recently... This is going to give it away to him, probably, but not to the people listening. I, I, I'm going to tell you one thing. What? I bet you he's definitely not watching this podcast. <laughs> all, all right, all right. <laughs> you want to say recently, anything? <laughs> he came up to me, he, and I didn't see him in years, and he goes, you're rising. And I go, yeah, yeah. He goes, I'm doing a movie. Can you do my movie? Shut the fuck up. Jay Moore's in it. A bunch of people are in it. And I go, I, I said yeah at the time. Yeah. But I just knew in my heart I wasn't going to do it. Because I don't, I don't know what if, – if, if it was if it was fucking Howie Mandel, yeah. no matter what it is, I would have done it because I love him. Yeah, he's, he's really always nice. been so nice to me. Yeah, he's right? really nice. But this guy, I was like, I'll do it, and I never – I'll never do it. You know what I mean? That's my point. It's like – I wish I knew who it was. I'll tell you later. I'll okay. things over. But um, yeah. anyway, so that's a key thing, you know? And you don't want to be that guy? Or do you actually genuinely like talking to people? What I learn from them because it's like the, your, the, your my styling is so rooted into the '90s. That's when I started. Yeah. So when you watch younger generation, not that I'm being influenced by them or I'm stealing anything, yeah. right? Uh, an attitude, but you have to see what people are laughing at now, right? Yeah. You have to see what the kids are doing, right? And you have to kind of incorporate some modernism okay. into your act a yeah. little bit, right? Yeah. You can't just, you know. Um, like when I see Martin Lawrence go, I love pussy. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. you just kind of, you just kind of go. Uh, it's not the it's yeah. Not, it yeah. feels weird, man. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. But For anyway, sure. um, yeah. So that's so that. that's why you're here. That's why I'm here. Yeah. To to be relevant. No. No, I I'm here because I think you're funny. Yeah, I think you, you have a future. Wow. I like you as a person. Thank you. And I um, 
would like to develop some form of a fucking relationship. That's so nice. You fucking idiot. I would like to be your friend too. Now we're not be best friends, but like I I'm didn't trying say to say best friends. You know what I mean? I'll tell you why what did it. So when I was at the improv a couple of months ago, yeah. I um was there and Monterey goes, Come talk to us. Yeah. And you were with that group, remember? Yeah, yeah. And I remember sitting there going, and I hadn't broken up with my girlfriend at that time. Yeah. Going, God, why don't I know these people? Like on a yeah, their names really. I didn't know your name. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's fair. Like, I know that That's they've fair. been around. I've seen them around. That's it's fine. like, how do I not know this generation of people? It's like it's um, criminal almost. Yeah. You know, in terms of my ethics, I guess you know. Yeah. And um. Then I, you know, I decided, you know what, I'm gonna research everyone that I've seen at the store, like and the improv and all the young people I don't know. So I Google everyone, I wow. find out their names, I watch their comedies, and I want to see what's out there. And did you handpick certain people? There's some people you just kind of go, uh, that's not my thing. You know yeah, what I mean? yeah. But I respect everyone. And listen, my theory in comedy. The other day I was at a bar, and some guy goes, I'm. You know, I bust tables at this restaurant. It's really hard, but I've always wanted to do comedy, but I don't think I can do it, you know. And I go, why? I'm afraid. And when they say that, I always encourage people to do it because it's like, you know, it changed my life. Did it? I would be, and this is going to relate to the topic of the show. Great. My therapist says that the kind of upbringing that I had, right, there was this, this was the only I used my trauma and my defense mechanisms to my benefit, right? So you know a lot of times when um, you you have a violent father, right? You perpetuate that behavior in your life, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. For some reason, I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. When I witnessed, you know, what I mean, his violence, I went into a shell, mm-hmm. and I I lived in a fantasy world. And I became very funny. So, you know, making people laugh and being silly and weird and all that stuff was my way of coping. Those, those were my defense mechanisms. And then in my early 20s, I go, okay, I, I, I don't have an education. I have no skill when it comes to anything. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how math works. I can't tell time with the hands. Still? Mark Maron taught me the first time six months ago. Five, ten, fifteen. Yeah, yeah, two, yeah. yeah, yeah. I learned. Yeah, but like that's the thing. I yeah. I don't know how to do things. I don't know how to pay taxes. I don't know how anything works. Yeah. So when I was twenty three, I couldn't get any girls. I had no money. I mean, it was like, and I went. It just kind of. I walked by. A, so there was a comedy store in La Jolla. Yeah. And I walked by it, and there was a help wanted sign. And I and I it was during the day because I live. I worked at the coffee shop that was a, next to it. There's no longer a coffee okay. shop. I think it's a Verizon now, but before there was a coffee shop there, and I worked there. And I went, um, I just knocked on the door because I needed a job because the coffee shop closed. And the manager recognized me from the coffee shop, and he goes, and I had orange spiky hair. I had bleached my hair. <laughs> okay. You're that freak. That, I go, yeah, can I get a job here? And, and I just knew instinctually that for some reason this is the path. I didn't know how it worked. I didn't know how comedy worked. I didn't know how anything worked. So you didn't grow up watching stand-up? Oh, I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. I, did. I mean, when I was a so at the co- – so just real quick. So at the coffee shop, there was a girl named Rebecca Dreskin okay. that worked there with me. And Rebe- Rebecca Dreskin was dating a guy named Mike Carano. Okay. Mike Carano – you know Mike Carano? So you know Mike Carano. So Mike Carano at the time was the manager of the Pacific Beach Improv with Dave Becky. Now, Dave Becky is one of the biggest managers yeah. in the world. He represents, he's at three arts. He's like one of the big guys yeah. there, right? But at the time, he was a manager there, right? So Mike would come to the club, uh, the, the coffee shop to see Rebecca, and I became friends. So one time, he took me to go see Brian Regan, and we had, I had like drinks with Brian Regan after the show. And then he would caught me into the show. So I would s- stand back at the improv and watch like Bobcat Gold and all these people. So I was already kind of immersed, you know what I mean? I kind of knew that I was fascinated by the world, right? And I remember, you know, after a couple of weeks working on the comedy store going up and 
I just knew that I go, this is it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it happened real fast for me. Like six months later, Paulie saw me. I opened for him. Damn. And then five years later, I did The Tonight Show. Damn. You know what I mean? So I just kind of like, oh, this is it. This is my only thing. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like six years later. You know what I mean? I don't want to lie. But um, so, yeah. So, but um, but my therapist says that without, you used your trauma and you took that and you ran with it and you built a life for yourself and that's a miracle because I think that without if I like had it was in any other kind of society and they didn't have comedy, comedy and stuff yeah. that I would I probably would have been either an incel oh no a shut in you know what I mean or um, I would just be like if I would lived in Korea I would like be carrying rice on my head to one point place to another and that'd be my job like some sort of monotonous you think that you would go back to you go to Korea no if I grew up in Korea oh, and I still oh, had a traumatic was, life oh, okay, okay, right? okay I think that I would have had some weird like job yeah. where I'm like some manual labor I don't know like but I don't like know. making people laugh and making the job like you do you think comedy I'd be the funniest out? rice carrier there you know what I <laughs> mean but the, you know what I mean like they'd be like, oh yeah yeah yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. so funny with the yeah. rice you know what I mean yeah. or whatever but <laughs> I think that I would just have a miserable life you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, so, I mean, I, that's the cool thing about living in, in America, I guess. You have the... There's uh, options. Yeah, there's... in the arts. So then, w- going back to the, your situation, so... What situation? With your dad and your family. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 well, you were abandoned, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, this, yeah. yeah. Well, I, he... he left when i was nine to america because he's from america and he got kicked out of canada why drugs no he just didn't uh renew his fucking green card in time yeah but your dad and your mother were they weren't married they were married so that does there's no like law that no because he didn't do his paperwork in time so they were married for like a year and a half and they had you yeah i was a mistake i was i was a condom baby they had a condom you were a on. condom baby? They had a condom. And it popped? I don't know what happened. I seeped Your out. Your dad has a thick dick? You know what? I don't know. I never saw it. He wasn't around. So <laughs> we didn't like, bring oh, okay, up okay. awkward okay. things for bad. making me sad. Sorry. Um, it's about you, not me anyways. But he didn't He didn't fully <laughs> abandon, abandon. He wasn't like, peace out. Like, he would still keep in touch. But like, not. he would send me Christmas presents and Valentine's Day chocolates because he's a romantic yeah. <laughs> um and then but like in terms of communication like he would call me maybe we would talk on the phone once every two or three months and but i was a kid so i'd be like hi good yep yeah, bye and it was that kind of thing and i wouldn't fly did you have resentment did i have resentment i honestly just thought it was normal like i didn't know any different i thought this is my life i don't really have a dad and that's just my life and then now I have resentment like and then when I was when I was in high school I realized oh this isn't normal other people have dads they're showing up to their graduations and then I was like okay fuck this you know Mm. and then I would kind of do like manipulative things where I would like want things like a trip to Cuba for graduation and then he would say he'd give it to me and that to me was love like it was like because I never saw him, so but if he got me a Christmas present, I was like, well, he's still thinking about me. Yeah. But I blocked, I suppressed everything. So I was never able to have long-distance relationships. Like, anytime me and my boyfriend broke up, whoever I was dating, it would be only because I was going to a different school or I was going away for the summer because I learned how to not love people or be hurt when they're around, which... Right. Yeah. But right. anyways, that's enough about Did you attra- Were you attracted to the guys that were fleers? Oh, yeah. I was always like, I mean, I, w- I was always like, I want a boomerang. I want someone that's going to be here, but then go away and then come back. But I was always attracted to guys that like, I was attracted to players and hot guys. But that was for a different reason. But I always wanted like, yeah, if the guy wasn't that interested in me, but I, I knew I was like, but I'll change him. And then if I can change him, I'll get the validation that I wanted. Yeah. But even still, like Matt is a tour manager, sound engineer. So I still have the boomerang, but it's like healthy. But he's a tour manager for a band? Yeah. What band? He it's he freelances. So it's all different. Well, bands. give me an example of a band that you um, tour Like manager. a Luna George. Okay. Do you know a Luna George? No. I know I didn't <laughs> think so. What's in the Luna George? Broken social scene. I love them. Yeah. Canadian band. Yeah. Yeah, I love them. Yeah, so he worked for them. Amazing band. Yeah. 
Um, he's Canadian? Yeah, he's can- I'm Canadian. I know Did you, you are. Know? But I didn't know that you just only strictly dated Canadians. Um, yeah. Really? Why? No, that's not true. I moved here and we stayed together because I finally got over my issues of, well, I was like, if I break up with him because I'm doing long distance, I might like lose him and I actually liked him. Well, how so long have, you, have you been here? I've been here since 2014. So you've dated him for a long time then? Yes. This guy? Yeah. Oh, okay. 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, that's no marriage or we're engaged. Good, congratulations! Yeah, thank you. It's amazing. It's it's whatever. No, you're happy. I I'm you fine. Seem happy. I'm fine. I just don't. I just don't think marriage is like. I just because of my upbringing, I just am like I would not get married. We both probably wouldn't get married if we didn't have to. But he, I'm American. He's Canadian, so he needs a green card. Okay, so yeah, let's go no back kids, to you. Though? No, no. You don't want that. kids. I do, but I haven't made it yet. You want to make it before you have a kid? I don't know how I'd afford it. Or not even make it. I just would like to have more of an income. Right now, I don't really have, you know, it's, if I don't, that's what I'm saying. You have like a steady, you know, you have money coming in. Yeah, but there's, there's always a fear of it, you losing it. I mean, there's always that fear. Yeah, but even just in stand-up, I think that I would want a kid. I, I just would want, like to be in a place where I have like a good enough reputation that I'm not having to... I mean, you can lose your reputation, but that I don't have to like constantly be out like hustling mics, showing up the club, like doing the grind. That's not healthy to be pregnant and do that. that you know? Yeah, it is harder. Yeah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, you're 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 on the right um, path. But what I want to say though too is, this don't the struggle mm-hmm. is so important. That's what everybody says. It really is, and I I constantly put myself in situations where I feel like I'm struggling. Just so you can... It's the only way to, like, maintain... Damn. You know, it's the only way to do but, it. But but let's go back to this. Are you doing that because you like the struggle, or are you doing that because of your childhood and you were used to struggling because of th- the situation you had with your dad? And that's a comfort. No, because I... I remember um, there were times in my career, right, where I wasn't feeling like I'm struggling, right, and it was the most um, unproductive years, really, yeah, of my of my life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, there, it's like you you kind of stay stagnant, and you and you feel like, oh, you know, what I mean, this is gonna last forever, and all of a sudden you start losing things, and then it's like, oh. and I then. You, you force yourself to be in a position where you're struggling and then it feels you're working harder, you're reaching out and you're, you know, I, I want to be able to like, here's the thing. Every year, if you say to yourself, you, you look past your year and go, well, I did one thing new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Like I did this and I'd never done that before. That's a win. Yeah. Right. But if yeah. you look back and you go, nothing happened, I didn't do anything different. Yes. New. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a problem. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, like, for me, I, um, in the last three years has been, um, in terms of my career, the best years of my life. Really? Oh, my God. It's been insane. I'm so happy. You're when happier? Com- like, are you happier than when you got Mad TV? Like, when you compared to that? Yeah, because I did, back then, I was such an asshole. Yeah. I was arrogant. I was, um, I would behave in ways that were like very odd, you know what I mean? Like almost like like I shit in the executive producer's office. <laughs> Why did you I do that? I took a dump in his office Do you and have IBS? Out. What does that mean? Um, irritable bowel syndrome. You I just do, had but to poo. I, there's a bathroom right next to his office. I could oh, why'd you do that? Revenge. But that's a oh. thing. But that's a thing. It's like he lied to me, so I'm like, I'm gonna shit in his like decisions like that right uh, yeah it's crazy what we fantasize about you brought to reality yeah like i farted and what happened was one morning i was <laughs> i showed up at mad tv it was like six in the morning and we had to do her rehearsals and there was this girl that was i'd never seen her before and she was eating yogurt on a couch much like this what kind of yogurt i don't remember you'll okay. play though i know okay. i don't know the flavor okay and as she opened her mouth, I grabbed the back of her head and I farted in her mouth while she was eating yogurt. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So her face is where my face is, and you came in front of her and I just like, I walked by. I'm not gonna touch you, but Okay, it's okay. I went like this, I grabbed it, I went and, and I farted, farted right in, in her, her mouth. Face. Yeah, yeah. And as I turned around, she started crying. Cause she's not a trickster. She's not a trickster. Yeah. But then I realized she's a new cast member. 
<laughs> that was her first day at work. And then they called me, the producers, and they said, you got to get a lawyer because I think she's going to sue you? Sue me. For farting in her mouth. <laughs> yeah, but, but my point is, is that you behave, like, you know, you do things like that because you're like, you think you're this. Like hot shot. Hot shot fucking fuck face. You yeah. know what I mean? What? Untouchable. Untouchable. And what happened was, after the show was done, after eight years of being on Mad, everything went away. Like, wow. I couldn't get an audition. Years of, like, Damn. doing really shitty rooms on the road. Whoa. Right? Filling half the room. Damn. Like, you got 30 people that bought a ticket, you know what I mean, on a Saturday. Whoa. And you're like, and you're like, and you, it really puts you in a, you look at your past beha- behaviors and I, I really kind of went, I'm going to change who I am and I'm going to change the way I do this thing. You know what I mean? And um, if I ever get back there to a place where I feel like, oh, things are going good, I'm going to behave the complete opposite way, which is also part of who I am, you know, but. Um, you're going to let her fart in your mouth. Yeah. No farts. No more farts. No more farts. Like if they one fart in my mouth, I would set a boundary. And go, yeah, I don't like. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> don't fart in my mouth when I'm eating. You know what yeah, I mean? you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good boundary. Just be more mindful about stuff like that. But um, I don't know why I went on that tangent. Why? Um, oh, because I asked what it was like. You said this was the last. The last three years were the best years, and oh, then yeah, I yeah, said yeah. compared to like that kind of break. Yeah, without the internet and without. Um, Here's here's what's great about your generation and what's going on now, is is that back when I started, the gatekeepers were so important. Mm-hmm. Like Jeannie McCarthy, you know who that is? Mm-hmm. You do? Wait, Jeannie or Jenny? Jeannie McCarthy. No, I don't know who that is. Jeannie McCarthy is one of the biggest casting directors. Oh. In L.A. Right. Oh. And she she says. She likes me. I just know she doesn't. I'm like not like in her wheelhouse. Okay. So right. So it's like like she cast the Hangover. I, there's just no way I would have been able to get in that because she just doesn't. You know what I mean? So you have all these. You know, the only one um, that really truly loved me was um, Allison Jones. Mm. You know her? Yeah. 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 Allison. Um, without her, I would just n- never. She does like every. I would have never worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I love her so much, and thank you so much. And if Allison, if you're listening, I honestly can you hire me? Like, fuck no, Bobby's no, I, story. I'm fine. Can we... I'm killing it now. But I'm just saying that over the years, without your the work that I did, f- the project that you did, I probably would have quit. Thank you. But my point is, is that but now they're not as important. The gatekeepers, right? Right. You can't. You have the ability, like this podcast, yes. right? You have the ability, right, to reach fans yes 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 and i i want to suggest something to you okay this podcast you should try to get as many people right Mm -hmm. the biggest people you can get to get on this because when this comes out i'll I'll put it in my story oh thank you okay yeah and if you keep doing that this thing will grow okay yeah thank you because it, it what it does to people is they go oh there's a legitimate person that i recognize yeah and they're doing it with her so she must be Special. See, I don't like asking people for things, even when I asked you this, because I do have other, like, I have, like, rappers that I could have on this. But when I asked you, it was because you said your dad, and I went, oh, I wish you could do it. And then you're like, I'll do it, which was, but I could never, like, fully, but because you're a silly Billy, you can no, say No, you have to ask. Let me, I'm going to say something right now. Let me just say something right now, okay? I've asked Ike Barinholtz 30 times. Okay. Okay. He still hasn't done it. And he's one of my good friends. No way. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just going to throw it out there right now. Right. Okay. So Ike, Ike, come on, man. Uh, thank you for listening yeah. once again. Um, Allison, thanks for- <laughs> Dr. Ken Jung. You know what I mean? He hasn't done it, but I'll keep asking because it's like when you throw it out there, right? You get no's and it hurts. Yeah. You feel weird about it. Right. Yeah. Sebastian now finally Montescalco is looking for dates to do it. So it's yeah. like, you know, he's a busy guy. And I get it. Everyone's busy and they got shit going on. I get it. I get it. I get it. Right. But I've, I got Judd Apatow to do it. I yeah. got David Spade to do it. You know what I mean? I got, you know, George Lopez to do it. Right. Uh-huh. So it's like, yeah, you know, some, you win some. Yes. Right? Yes. yes. I get so it, yeah. it's like, um, 
but that's what I would suggest to you. Right. Okay. Right. Thank you. This one's a tri- this one's an interesting one because I'm doing one with Monterey as well, but this one's an interesting one because it's like dad focused. And my dad is normally here, and if you met him, you'd be like, "Oh, this, he's this is funny." But then I now well, is your, the one with you and Monterey guest driven? Yes. Who's so, done it? Uh, well, you're gonna do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I only you got me you get me once. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I don't know. Uh, who's that? Kurt Metzger's done it. He's great. Yeah, but wait, but yeah, well, I but I I agree. Getting people on, and I'm open to having people on that don't have daddy issues. But what's great is you're doing this right, uh-huh. and at right now, like if you think that I didn't make a dime on Tiger Belly for four years. Really? Really? Like three years? I mean, we were making a little bit of money, but yeah. it wasn't like um, I'm going to go buy a house money. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you hadn't made it yet. Yeah, I mean, we ground, we grinded. We but you grind. also, and you, but you have help. You have like producers and people putting up clips and stuff. Yeah, but they they work for free at the oh. time, right? And it's like, um, like, what was your name again? Alex. When? Oh, sorry, Alex. Don't get so angry. What the fuck, man? It, no, it's just. And that's the tone. No, but Alex, muscles. right? Hopefully, when this starts making really good money, right, that she will give you a cut of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. A, and a good deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and so my yeah. point is is that that's how you give back. So yes. it's like, you know, on my podcast, George and Gilbert, all the people on Tiger Belly, you know what I mean? I take care of them, you know? Yeah. And, um, but yeah, just grind away. But this, you're lucky because you don't have to fucking grovel. For the, yeah. To because the if, they, if, if there's eight gatekeepers. Yeah. And seven of them don't like you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're you you're just relying on one path yeah, right yeah, and it's yeah. like and w- how many roles are there for like a guy that l- is like me yeah. there's not a lot right yeah. so it's like yeah, but that's now crazy. it's like now that you bu- I bypassed it and now that the fan I have my own army I have an army oh. right of people that would do anything for me right now shows are going can you do it? Can you do it? Can you do right. it? Right. Yeah. Like I'm on Sex in the City. How the fuck I did know. I get that? That's making it. But that's MPK going. I know you're you're a podcaster, and I know that you know Whitney, right? And I'm friends yeah. with Whitney, and, and I Whitney and I talked about you, right? So it's like, but the reason why Whitney and I are have gotten closer because it's through podcasting. Right. It's well, true. Podcasting yeah. does bring people. Sterling. Nice. So Sterling, um, Arjo, the executive producer of Reservation Dogs is a huge podcast fan. Like, when he comes to town for years, he would just go to the comedy store and improv and just watch comedy, right? Mm. Now, you're not privy to that. You're not aware of that. They don't come up to you. But my point is is that, and then when Reservation Dogs happened, him and Taika Waititi, you know, go, they just offered me the part because they're just fans or whatever, yeah. right? So it's like, and that's only through what I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So it's like you're bypassing all these things. You're it's like, this cool. is who I am, and then they choose you. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool, man. Yeah. So this is, um, it's just an awesome, uh, what do you call it, era that we're in. Yes, it's true. Yeah. It is awesome. There's also, like, the thing, the thing is, though, uh, for women, comedians, it's really great, but also shit that we post right now, like, the hate from men that is happening is absolutely insane. It's like I post stuff and it'll just be like, just, and I've, I have a lot of other female comedian friends that are going through the same thing. So it's like, it's, you, it's, um, you know, you have to deal with that with casting directors in your day, but then now it's having to get a thick skin with trolls incels out there that just really want to take us down. I was in the patio at the comedy store many, 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 many years ago. And a male comic went up to Natasha Leggero, Leggero mm-hmm. and threw ice in her face. No. And goes, women aren't funny. Get the fuck out of here. <sighs> right? Um, if you ask Whitney Cummings and Chelsea Handler how many male comics walked up to their face and go, women aren't funny. Get the fuck out of here. It's, right? Wow. Yeah. And the reason why I love these women is I think that they're so talented and they make me laugh, right? Yeah. But it's also their strength. Yeah. And their ability to overcome because I had to do it. I mean, I, there there were people that said when I in the 90s when I started, the whole thing was Asians aren't funny. Damn. You guys aren't funny, right? 
And then once I had to be better than everyone else. Yeah. And then once people saw, oh, shit, I couldn't follow him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. My bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's like the struggle we're talking about. It's like you have to overcome all those things. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you a little gift, uh, tell you something, right? And this is a little um, gem that I've carried with me. Okay. Okay. Many, 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 many years ago, I'm talking about 1997, okay? Uh, okay? In 1997, this is a guy named Freddie Soto, and he used to drive. He was one of the best comics to ever grace L.A. He died, and he was a friend of mine. So if, you, if you're listening right now, check out Freddie Soto. He was the best. You ever heard of him? I've yeah, yeah. Ever. So Freddie Soto used to drive Mitzi around, mm. sure. So one day they were, I was living in San Diego and they drove down and Freddie called me and said, hey, Mitzi wants to go to Bullies, which is a steak restaurant in Pacific Beach. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm, I was a doorman at the store in La Jolla. So I met him at the steakhouse and we're having dinner and she goes, you know what makes a star? And I go, no, what makes a star, Mitzi? Half the people have to love you but the half the people have to hate you as well that's Whoa. the only way they Damn. all because as long as they're talking that's the key right Damn. so when you're get, i tell my girl ex-girlfriend kalila this all the time because she gets a lot of hate oh. and i and i and i tell her when she gets really fucked up people it's like yeah but it's Every negative thing is mm -hmm. a dollar in your pocket. Mm. Yeah. It really is. Because imagine somebody having, you're in the forefront of their mind. They're typing, right? Yeah. So they're looking at your handle, right? You're, you're, they're, you're, they're, there's rent in their, yeah. you're, you're in their, in their mind. Space. It's making up space. Yeah. And they're going energy and all that stuff. Yeah. It's all good. That made me feel like this. That's what it is. All right, we're going to end part one there because that was just a high note. That I, after that, I was like, oh, this is where the podcast should end. But then there was so much more to discuss. We haven't even gone into his family life yet and his dad and how he overcame that and how it made him who he is today in terms of being in the industry and the inspiring story behind it. But for now, we will end there. Part two will be out next Thursday. If you want to hear the full episode and see the video, it'll be on patreon.com slash Nikki Bond. Clips will be on my Instagram, Nikki Bond and Woe Dad. And yeah, I, uh, I got to tell you, I'm feeling very inspired after talking to him. I mean, it's making me realize that, uh, you know, we all seem to be going through the same kind of thing in some sort of way. And... You just got to be appreciative. So I am appreciative of you, listeners. Okay, that was too sentimental and felt way too cheesy. Really not part of my personality. So I'm getting a little bit uncomfortable. Don't like to be vulnerable. And I'm going to stop recording. Bye. Bye.